Welcome to the Coffee with Curls podcast, a place to have an honest conversation about everyday life with a side of knowledge and coffee. Tune in to a brand new episode. You're now listening to episode 10, season four, with special guest, Drake from Everything Culture. people it is your girl Mimi once again with the coffee with curls podcast welcome to a brand new episode and today I have a special guest guess what introduce yourself hello hi everybody hey Mimi how y'all doing I am Mr. D713 or Drake with everything culture um the podcast for all cultures how y'all doing I love that so how do we meet it was like a live, right? It was something. I joined something that one of the girls from um, Divorce of Fuck has sent me the link. Okay. Shout out to Jay mm-hmm. and Mai, you know, yes. from Divorce of Fuck. Yeah. Um, I do Sunday happy hours. So I started doing these happy hours every Sunday. It's a recap of our episode that we had the previous week, as well as um, what we can talk about throughout the week. So a lot of us get together and just have a conversation, um, a few drinks, a lot of laughs. And that's, I, I think that's exactly how it was. I think you was mm-hmm. in the first one, actually. Oh, really? And we started in July. Yeah, I haven't been doing it long. I started in July and it was like late July and I like, it went from there. I think we've, we may have to counsel one this Sunday, you know, a brother needs some rest. Yeah. I, I, I promised the wife that I would be going to sleep by <laughs> um, nine o'clock every night. Oh, wow. But I know. Wow. That's you early. Know, I know. <laughs> Not especially, 10. <laughs> especially what we get into. We got to, you know, when we get the conversation and get the late night oil going and, you know, it, it goes well. But I, I, a week could be a, 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 a nice break is OK. I will say it that. But yeah. But yeah, you came there. We followed each other. And I don't know if everybody else know Amy or Mimi, you know, what you call yourself. <laughs> But I'm like, you are my Instagram role model, okay? Like, you're <laughs> my inspiration. Like, every time I get on, she has a different photo, a different quote, going live. I'm like, this girl stay working. And I'm like, I, I love it. I love, And that's I have a plan for that. But sometimes I get there and I'm like, ah, I do it when I want to do it. But I'm telling the first thing I see on my timeline in the morning is going to be coffee that's with girls. Oh, that's very good. That's what you want. That's you got that algorithm. I'm part of your algorithm, you know, no matter good. what. It's, I'm there. I'm there. That's good to know. You don't know because they change it so often, right? And you're like, you're hoping that you get to see. Because I'll be honest, there's people that I follow that I forget because mm-hmm. the algorithm has changed so much. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm still following you. Yeah, but... and I try to get, yeah, I want to get to know my folks. I want to get to know mm-hmm. our supporters. Like, I'm happy we got, you know, you've been on several of the lives. So, mm-hmm. you know, you support. So at the same time, I want to support in the same way. So, um, you got any shirts out? Where, where can we get the merch now? Oh, we ain't got to get mer- into that right oh, now. Yeah. But I'm Well, yes. Listen, merch is available on my link, people. Everything. Okay. There's a coffee mugs. We have hoodies, Ooh. you know. It is I'm hoodie through. season. It is. I got t-shirts. It is hoodie season. But okay. what made you start that weekly, like, happy hour? I really enjoyed it. But what made you start that? I wanted to engage with my audience, you know, okay. because we have so with the topics and conversations we have, sometimes they're difficult, sometimes they're um, fun, mm-hmm. but I think it's so important to get people 
perspective on the conversations we have with our guests. So I can have people write in or they could just leave a comment, but you know, how about they just join a conversation and that conversation, they can ask more direct questions. The guests, you know, the goal is for the guests to be there as well. So, you know, when the guests jump on, they can answer any questions they may have, anything about feelings, perspectives. Once again, it's just, and it's like another episode. I wasn't, I really, I wasn't recording them initially, but it, we have some conversations on there that are like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> they're like. They're um, really deep conversations, people. Correct. And I love them. And I love them. Uh, everybody, and it's, all conversations are not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's, I would tell people, you know, you can come in with your own preconceived notions or you can leave them at the door. You can leave them right mm-hmm. there on the side and you can come in and learn something new. And if you want to pick your preconceived notions back up when you leave, that's on you. That's fine. But mm-hmm. we're here to, uh, I want to, I built a space so people can have respect, communicate and be consistent within that space. And I love it. Those are the pillars of everything culture. It, it's just so much going on in this world and it's so much mm-hmm. hate and it's yeah. so much misconceptions that's happening. And I like, you know what, if we really, and it, this comes from Martin Luther King and I believe this strongly and when he, he put it together so well, and that's like the motto or the mission statement of our podcast and platform is that men hate each other because they fear each other they fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of miscommunication and segregation and with everything culture we're trying to bring people together and to have these conversations that many people may not have on a day-to-day basis um it's just like when you you're growing up in high school or in, in, in school in general and you hear someone say oh i don't like them because so and so so and so Mm-hmm. If you feel like some type of connection with that person that told you that, you're automatically going to like, boom, I'm going to believe them. I'm not going to give this other person a time of the day. And that span, that's a culture. That, that, mm-hmm. that is a culture right there. And it spans into adulthood and it spans into neighborhoods. It goes into um, cities, to counties, to states, to parishes, to um, you know, I keep going to the, you know, the, you know, from governments to, you know, continents, you name it. Um, I told you about the stereo app and one of the first conversations mm-hmm. I had with a guy was from Iran. Mm. He was born here in America and he, his family moved back to Iran like at three. And the first question he had for me is like, what do you think about my country? Since you know you hear down from Iran, what do you have for me? Really? Uh, yeah. I was like, he, he was very defensive you know, sounds like strongly. And I like, you know what? Open the door. Like, hey, man, I don't know shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you can tell. Oh, is it? I, I work on the language. I don't know much. Okay, <laughs> I'm like, you know, um, tell me. You know, I'm willing to learn. And you could tell it was like a what? Mm. And you know, and he's like, you know, he had had to ask the question. So, are you like Black American, African American? And I've been on shows with other. Um, people from the African diaspora that had never been to America and they have preconceived notions about us. You, I don't know if he was on that one or not. I don't think so, no. But man, it was like, a lot of them th- think we're the people off of um, World Star Hip Hop. That, mm. that is like the general consensus of African-American or black people that we have here in America. And I'm like, nah, you know, well, you know, they grew up poor. And I said, I grew up poor. I, all these things, you can mm. say I grew up poor. I grew up with a parent that had substance abuse. I had a lot of issues in my childhood, but I'm still college educated. I'm still married. 
Um, I don't have any children out of wedlock. You know, all these things, mm-hmm. these misconceptions, and it's not knocking, and I tell them, it's not to knock anybody that does. But once again, again, we deserve to be, we're not out here shooting and killing each other. That is not, mm-hmm. that is not our, our culture. And I tell people, you know, is it part of every culture? Absolutely. That's a culture within itself. Mm-hmm. But it, it's just when doing this show, I always say we learn other cultures while sharing our own as well. You know, so but, tell me about the podcast. What was the beginning, the talks, and when you started Everything Culture? Why Everything Culture? What triggered that? So my background is in um, community, uh, in psychology. I have my bachelor's in psychology. Um, I've worked in the social work field for child protective services on the Department of Family Protective Services in Texas. Um, I've done numerous trainings in culture diversity, communication, and just other things, substance abuse, you whole not the whole name of it. I, this is like part of my career, first and foremost. Okay. I have a passion for it and it's my career. And then my best friend, he, we have these conversations every day. Okay. We have arguments. Sometimes I'm not so friendly. We're going back and forth that we like, you know, it is too heated. You know, we try to get other people's opinion. We'll go on Facebook, ask a question. I go here, I go on Twitter, he'll go on Facebook. We get people feedback and you know, give different perspectives. And sometimes we like, well, we're both right, essentially, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes now it's morally, but we can always <laughs> can say right, essentially. And one day, early 2019, like January, either January 2019 or December 2018. You're like, man, have you heard of a podcast? And I'm like, nope. I never, you know, there's nothing about that. And he was like, man, you should check them out. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Then I checked it out. I'm like, okay, it's cool. He's like, man, we should do that, man. I was like, man, let me think about it, you know. And we had, I that year was my year of not completion, but it was my year of, how do I, how do I put it? That was a year that I like, if I start something, I'm going to finish it. Oh, I'm going to continue it. I just don't want to just start something. I'm like, well, that was cool and give up. Whatever I manifested, I wanted to bring something out of it. I wanted to start a business. I have, you know, I'm a mediator as well. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to really bring in, you know, what else can I do? If I put my hands on it, I want to start a hobby and I can start making profit out of it. And I want to touch other people. I want to make it meaningful, you know, just Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is just something little something you do. So it started like until we try to bring some of our other friends and it went from like some friends would say man y'all well we y'all were just talking about it. next you know y'all were doing it and i'm like yeah we, we we were about that you know so like the first episode was just him and i just introducing ourselves just a little conversation if y'all listen to the first season it's gonna be a little crazy it's a lot of cur- <laughs> season three is out now so it's a lot less cursing you may hear but season one, you could hear a lot of just it, just, it seemed like a lot of banter going back and talk. It was getting comfortable with each other. But it, well, with our guests, and it's grown into being, and it's it started growing, but it's getting more, you know, precise. You know, we're going to talk about these exact issues, the exact points of views, and how we can make a difference. Because the other thing about me, I, I'm, I'm about action. You know, we can mm-hmm. talk all this all day, mm-hmm. but what in the world is going to happen after that? Like our second episode, we talked about leaving the nest. Okay, mm. it was because and and as, and we had to bring like I really can redo every episode of season two with a different person, you know, with these yeah. topics we have because with us we grew up and we let we were both from East Texas, him and I, 
we grew up in our small towns. Well, we from the same town, but you know, Tyler, Texas, kind of, you know, it's only black, white, and Mexican. There's mm. no Latin. It's no Asian. <laughs> it is like <laughs> no African, you know, it's none of that. Yeah. You are black, white, or Mexican. And it was one of the things that we saw just what we saw. And not until we started, we left that hometown mindset, we start seeing different things and different perspectives. And we try to tell some people in our hometown, like, oh man, like I'm telling the most simple stuff, like um, steaks, okay? Mm. I grew up eating well-done steaks. That's the only way you had a steak growing up. And I'm like, when I had the taste of a, when I went to Houston and other people were like, oh, you eat your steaks well done. I'm like, oh, you don't, you know, it was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of the, the, that, that aspect of like that clash. And then I like, I had to try it. Okay. I tried it. I like it. Okay. Then I started doing history about it. Like, why are you, you know, taking, you really ruining the steak by making it well done. Then I also did the history on the other end. Like, you know, uh, my grandparents were born in 1918 their parents were slaves okay they mm. did you know they and they usually was given the poor pieces of meat you know that's rotten they were thrown mm. out and guess what the way you have to eat that meat is to cook it well done mm. so those type of behaviors are passed down same thing we eating chitlins and all that good stuff it's we so know true. how to survive and certain these things we don't no longer need but that's become part of our culture culture you know now i have a question for you uh the korean events right like the world i maybe not out of control i find that 2020 is the year of revelations right and it's friday the 13th it is which i do love anyway you know (laughs) i do love i do um like the rose colored glasses for a lot of people have been broken Mm -hmm. right because a lot of stuff that's been going on has been going on for the history of Mm this country but that's a huge topic that has layers and we can make fifty thousand episodes with what's going on 2020 right were you part of the conversation this past sunday we kind of hit on that no i didn't no no because it was my husband's birthday so oh happy he sure was i wish him happy birthday but happy birthday again (laughs) yes but it's about so what do you think about how the person the chief of the country and how this is all unrailing and all of this. So what do you think about this? The voting, everything. What are your thoughts? Ooh, that's a loaded question. It is okay. loaded. Okay. Okay. Let me pull it together. All right. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, emba- it's embarrassing, but it's it the is. truth. It's embarrassing, but it's the truth. And it's not a surprise per se, especially mm-hmm. to me, a person like me. I didn't have an opportunity to have rose tinted glasses. Okay, it was kind of like my life has been like boom from numerous different reasons. Things have been put in my face, and I'm like, once again, it's like I've always knew he. I knew he was a liar before he stepped mm-hmm. into the office. The other people knew he was a liar before they stepped into the office. Um. I knew he was a bigot. I knew he was prejudiced. I knew he was racist to sexist, all these things. And it, it doesn't take a person, you can rose tinted, you gotta have some hella, your glass is not even rose tinted. They have to be blacked out, okay? Permanent <laughs> marker, all right? Paint, you know? But it's one of them things that, what is this world, what is this country based off on other than hate? We, you want to make America great again, but it's trying to make people feel negative and less, and less than what they were. 
mm-hmm. and propaganda try to show something different. Propaganda, uh, it's hard to have so much propaganda when you have social media now. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's still there. It's still there it strongly. Is. But people, you can go and do your own research as well. And I know some people like, I never just look at, that's why I love Twitter, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't have to go Fox. I don't have to go mm-hmm. CNN. I can go straight to the source. Mm-hmm. Who uploaded this? How did this happen? You know, and me, one of my previous guests, we talked about that. Why Twitter is important because, you know, when well, it wasn't Freddie Gray. Oh my gosh. The, and that's why I got to remember their names and <laughs> I have a whole thing about it. And it's right down to my tongue, but he was shot in the back when the police mm-hmm. officer tried, no, he, he was choked out. It was Eric Gardner, Eric Gardner. Yep. Like um, we saw the live video of that. They cut out so much from that situation, but we saw that live. We can go back and watch it over and over again. So all these things happening in this country, it's nothing new. And Mm-mm. I've been saying, talking about equity for some time and it, it will come. It's not going to be easy. It may not come, but it will come. And the conversation we had this past Sunday I, I, you know, I'm in HR and I've had people say, oh, they, they're, you know, these people being black and they never even, they never experienced it and they never seen it. And that mm-hmm. was people being prejudiced or racism or discrimination. Mm-hmm. The first thing I said was, well, you know, to them, but my, my conversation I had was bullshit, you know? And then, you know, one of our other co-hosts, well, one of the other hosts of another show and co-hosts on another show we do together, um, she made sure to mention was like where well, everybody didn't have the same lifestyle you would they mm-hmm. actually could have lived all their life without seeing that now my personal perspective once again bs mm-hmm. okay and because that's what a lot of people and trump supporters say like they like trump even said himself when he first heard of black lives matter he heard they were calling police officers pig so that was his interpretation of them period mm-hmm. So you didn't take any more time to research, you know, anything like that. You just went with that. I can't accept it. And I will not accept it. It's mature and how we can learn simple things that a child can learn. And that's what they, those rose tinted glasses. And it's a conversation. Like, I think somebody choose to stay naive. They choose to be ignorant, you know, ignorant mm-hmm. is bliss. And right. I'm sorry if you, we, I'm a, I'm, I'm one of the person that would be a tra- change agent as an adult. It was one thing being a child, but when you become an adult, you leave those childish things behind. And it it just comes to that aspect. It's like, man, that's why I'm doing the show for. You know, people can come on the show and just automatically come in with their eyes closed and their thumbs and their fingers and their ears. I don't want to learn nothing. I don't hear nothing. I just know he has a person that's homosexual on the show, and I want to come and say how much I hate that. Mm. That's it. And that's how I feel like with this country showing. It is. No matter what you're showing, what the people are going through and the feelings, and I'm going to be hateful no matter what. And now that Trump has, that more votes have came in, show he lost, lost. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. It, it's no, it's, it's like, oh, you were, we can't, oh, we were still counting. People are like, you still counting. They still mm-hmm. counting. Mm-hmm. And now it's showing that it's really out of there. I'm seeing people take down their flags, I'm seeing people changing their posts. Mm. I'm seeing people making a little difference. I'm like, but that hate was there. And now you're going to act like you didn't know. Yes. Now you act like there's a big difference. Now we're supposed to sit down and we come together. We should have been doing this already. And I've had, a, I have a conversation, I mean, uh, a recording. I haven't released it. It should have been released this past week, but I've had a black Trump supporter on 
Mm. And I'm just trying to understand why, <laughs> you know? You know, I'm going to share something with you, right? Because to me, it's the same way, why? Mm-hmm. And I know a few, like Florida, there was a lot of Latinos for Trump, which was a lot of mainly, a lot of Cubans, a lot of Venezuelans. A I lot saw a lot of, of Cubans. They did the um, the poll. They're like, it's not, it was yeah. like the Dominicans. Like, it's not us. It's the <laughs> but they're so layered and so so when trump first got elected i wasn't surprised and i share this with other people because if you understand the culture of sexism it's very Mm. heavy in latin culture and that's a a conversation people are not ready to have in jamaican culture too yeah isn't many cultures yeah so there's a connection of sexism you know, with that and this accountability, because when he was talking crazy about grabbing the women by the pussy, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, that's not, it's disgusting. And I was shocked with the person when they showed the video, the other guy lost his job, mm. the one that they recorded, but he was just like, yeah, I, think, I, I forgot what, I think he worked for Fox. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. But it was he, like a limousine type thing. They, or no, no, yeah. no, no, no. They were in a gym. It's been so many different things he said that was inappropriate. Yes, and people have lost their jobs behind it. Not him, but everybody else. And I'm like, what is going on here? Or women defending the behavior of this. I'm like, why? I don't get and, it. And, I, and that's all I want to know. And it's and the reasons why do not make sense to me. Mm-hmm, and, me and I and I made a post on Facebook stating that. I wish I can go back and look at it and save time because I was like, if you're not privileged, born rich, what I mean, if you're not white, if you're not a male, if you're not a racist, bigot, all these things I said before about him, if you're not all, or, you know, it just come off want to be ignorant Mm -hmm. and inconsiderate to other people, then why did you vote for him? Yeah, because the reason why you will vote for someone that you see something similar with them them that you see for yourself and if you're and that's why i say okay some guys you know i would say with some black men you vote for him because he's a man and he Mm -hmm. got some values that you stand for some of these um traits that you want to keep within being a man that power that control you know Mm -hmm. um oh machismo that's what we call it in spanish machismo machismo Machismo. it's that and, you know, and honestly, I'm one of those people, like, we don't have to agree to disagree. Like, you can vote for whoever you want, but I cannot, right. we can disagree on you liking steak and I'm not liking it, but I cannot Absolutely. sit there, like stuff like that. But we cannot sit here and have a conversation about you going along with racism. That's an and, issue. And, and that's why I'm kind of at with that. Oh, I just don't hear it and see it. Like, it's certain yeah. levels to this, you know, it, it absolutely Because wars are started behind this. People die, mm-hmm. people like, because, and that's what he does. He's making it where people feel comfortable to be inappropriate, to put mm-hmm. people's lives in danger. And he's going to like, Ooh. and he said he does it when he yes. did the whole good boys thing. He wanted people to stand down and stand by, well, stand, you know, um, stay close, stand by, something like that. Yeah. That, well, you knew it. And now you're trying to act stupid. You're trying to feign mm-hmm. ignorance. Now, look, y'all, I'm putting on my rose tinted glasses. Yeah. You know, and that's why I hate that, that, that mindset because it's like, I understand it to a certain limit. I do. But it's certain times where I like, I'm going to call BS on that and I'm going to stand on that. No, oh, And I said this before, and I think it hurts some people feeling. I've worked at jobs where, you know, I've been in middle management. Mm. And I have to make the comment, like, either you're stupid or you think <laughs> we're stupid. 
Mm. In both ways, we have a problem. Mm. We actually do. And that's how I feel about this presidency. Either you're stupid or you think all these other people are stupid. Yeah. It's dangerous. It's just very dangerous. And it's dangerous for everybody, all of us. It is. is. That's all I'm saying. So I'm going to shift a little bit out of this. And I want to ask you, what have you learned from 2020 from you? What have you learned this year? 2020. 2020 has been a very um, impactful year. Okay. Dang. In ooh, 20, 2020, I learned everybody. Everybody. Ooh, ooh. I learned a lot once again. That's a, <laughs> you gotta let me let me stop talking. Let me just calm, bring it together. <laughs> twenty twenty, I've learned that everybody is not who they seem to be, mm. and and I think twenty twenty also showed that everybody don't know who they are as well. Twenty twenty has shown that everybody's not going to make it. Everybody's not going to survive. Twenty twenty has shown. People don't, people don't work in their own best interest. Mm. I, and I think 2020 has shown, I, and I've been knowing some of this stuff already, but it's like being clear yeah. that people would literally poison them on, their own selves just to say that I'm, they're right. Mm. If, 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 am I making sense? It right. does make am, sense. Am I, Is it more exposed? Or are you just seeing it it's something about sometimes you know something is happening and then something you see in it clear as yeah. hey i'm talking about like when the because 20 once again I, I say time and time again that 2020 has not been my worst year in my life personally no like it hasn't and i've met a lot of good we've met and i said yeah. before, we, met. You know, we have awesome. that's right it you is know? it is I, I mean it's been a lot of positives you can pull from it. Sometimes I come, some people consider me an optimist. Some people see me as a pessimist. Some people see me as a, um, a realist, but I'm me at the end of the day. And, but with 2020, it's just been so, what in the world are y'all doing? <laughs> that makes sense. Like y'all know we're about, we're about to head back into another shutdown, you know? know. And it's good. And it's like, I'm seeing how people like, and that's the other thing. I said before, behaviors we see in children, I mm. think that, and that's why, you know, my major in psychology and, you know, I've done it in my, you know, my profession for years, but I'm like, adults are just children. That's just all bigger. we are. That's just all bigger. we are. Um, yeah, I, I agree. All we are are children walking in adult bodies with different emotional intelligence. That ooh, what you know about that emotional intelligence? Ooh, I could talk about that now. Because <laughs> yeah, some people ain't got it that well. Let me tell you that. Mm-hmm. And I've been using that. I've been throwing that up around a lot recently for whatever reason, because I'm seeing a lot of people become more sensitive. But just like I see people and people I love, people I'm like, I want to see you live. I want you to see. You know, I want us to grow together. I want us, our kids, to have relationships. And I'm like, they absolutely believe this coronavirus is still fake. We've had family members. I'm talking about family members that had to have it. And we have other families that don't believe it's real. I've had really? family members that died recently. Ooh, recently. So I hear and, that. Yeah, and I, I am too, but it's like, don't take it serious. Sorry for that sound bite right there. That sound effect. <laughs> go hear that, that spike right. See that spike. But it, it's just, what are, and it's like, you want to scream, you know? 
Let me tell you. So, you know, I'm from New York and yes. New York <laughs> is, let me tell you, they got caught. Like, I don't know if you saw in the news, they had like a 400 people party. They got caught like in Queens. I'm like, hello. Hey, music. Are you in Houston? Are you, do you, I don't know who you follow on IG or all around. They going to pool parties. They smoking hookah everywhere. You know? Well, I'm switching the tilt. Y'all are still breathing in through the same. What? Can I tell you oh. something? How funny. So I'm at the grocery store, right? Some people, some people go hear this and go get mad at me. It's okay. Don't get mad okay. at Mimi. Get mad at me. <laughs> it's okay. I'm at the grocery store and I'm getting produce. I, I love grapes or whatever. I see this guy. Kind? Okay. Yeah, whichever one is like crispy. You gonna have that little crisp on them. If you put them in the freezer, they're really good. FYI, oh, I forgot about that. Go ahead. Put them in the freezer and some wine. Okay, just giving us a little. You know, keep your okay. stuff cold. Put but I'm at the on the produce. Here goes this guy. He's like looking around. I'm look. We're doing. He's looking around like this, and I'm looking at him like, dude. I'm seeing what you're doing. He takes his dirty hands in the bag of grapes and starts eating them. And I'm and I went up to him. I was like. You're nasty with all this corona stuff that's going on. No, that the other side. What? <laughs> what? What? No, the other side. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, this. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's common. Go ahead. I'm like, oh Lord, why? Excuse me. I'm just like, I cannot. And I'm just like disgusted. I'm just like with those eyes. You know, when you see something in slow motioning, it's like mm -hmm. happening. Like, I know this is not going to happen, but I, it's going to happen. You and don't I'm want staring. It to <laughs> and I'm and like, ah, oh. yeah. Man, it's, but that, okay. That's the other thing. Once it goes back to little kids that don't wash their hands, you mm -hmm. got adults that don't wash their hands. You got, it is going to happen. I'm telling you. And it's like these, the culture, it's a culture behind it. Really I had a conversation with some, I've had several, oh my God, like hygiene. Oh. You learn how people hygiene is, okay, I'll talk about this. Okay, I'm gonna bring a little bit of making, I'm gonna bring a little bit of everything culture on here, which bring is, yeah, I don't mind. So how many towels do you use in a household, like now and growing up? I, what it, so I have the small one, I have the big one. Okay, so the big ones, how many big ones do you use daily? Or do you use the same one throughout the week? Every two days. Every two Okay, every two days. My family, okay, I, grew, I have, my mother and my father were separated, okay? They, you know, well, they separated when I was like three years old. And when I tell you my mama and my grandmother, you know, my, my maternal side, you use a different towel every day. Mm. You're going to use two face towels and one drying towel daily. That was a routine, okay? My daddy... Oh my God. I went to live with my dad like in the fifth grade. I mean, I remember th like the second day after shower and doing a whole all oh, in the bathroom was disgusting. Okay. That's another, that's a man. That one's again, that I will, you know, I don't want to generalize, but on average, you know, that was a, that was a bachelor back in the eighties, you know, and you know, recently divorced, blah, 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 blah. And man, I remember, okay, where's my, you know, I got to get a new towel. He's like, what happened to your towel from yesterday? Okay. I'm like, I put it in the washing machine, washroom, you know? You're like, nah, you can use that all week. Week? Excuse me? <laughs> what? what do you mean? Excuse yeah. me, sir? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I'm like, this, I'm like, oh, God. And, you know, and if you've been used to doing that all, you're like, without well, 10 years old, you've been doing this for 10 years at your life, and now you got to split what? Oh, no, I like, I wipe my butt with that. You know, I got to. <laughs> Girl, with the same booty particles what are you talking about <laughs> man 
And that was a point. Same thing with, uh, I remember having me using lava soap. If you heard the lava soap. Yes, I have. Isn't that to wash clothes? It, it's like an industrial. It, it can be, but it's to get like, but they got the lava like detergent and they got the lava soap. And the, and the same thing is this in a bar. Yeah. It's for heavy and grown men that work in the oil field. And I'm a kid that used dove soap. I'm, I, got, I still got sensitive <laughs> skin. That's like, I got to make sure to use the correct beard products and stuff. And he had, I mean, I'm telling you, my mouth body was on fire throughout oh my the, god you know, and it but it was once again these are cultures you know these are two things different things and how things may operate and same thing with i've learned with some cultures they don't bathe as frequently as some other cultures may bathe same thing with potlucks something like you know mm-hmm. you, you see see y'all don't see us checking our heads like that you're like no. and it's a Can reason have, because i'm gonna show a story about potluck right because <laughs> I'm one of those people. So I grew up where you don't eat at everybody's house. Right. My mom was very thing about you don't you don't know that person. You don't eat in that. Like, you know, you leave the house with a full belly. Yeah. And don't go to somebody's house and be talking about you hungry. I don't care. Like, I don't care if you're starving. You better say you're not hungry. Like that kind of thing. You're not going to embarrass me. Yeah, And I say it's two reasons because of that, too. So I'm very thing about when jobs have potlucks. Unless like you bought it out, like something you bought, let's say like a cheesecake that's already bought. Mm. Or if I know you personally. Well, I've been in your never... house. I've been in your yes. kitchen. We're friends. Yeah. I've been around. I see how you, and I'll never forget, I was living in Nashville. And at the time they had a potluck at the job that I was working. Mm-hmm. And I never seen these little weenie things in a crock pot. This is the first time I ever seen like these little weenies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I know what, what the fuck about. is this? I'm like, you know, I never like in the barbecue in the barbecue sauce. Yeah, oh, those are like the the baby shower weenies. You should know about that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. about that. And no I was like, who made this? And they told me the lady's name. I was like, mm. hey, and, and again, not and you know, some people take offense to it, but I like, mm-mm. like mm-hmm. one of my co- old coworkers she used to get so hurt. Oh. I do this on the show. I think I did. either I did this on the show. I did this on the stream. I think we did this on the stream, so I can repeat it. I don't mind. But just like that, now that was hit. You got to. You got to. It's a very simple thing, but those are delicious. I know she talking like a little cocktail weenies, y'all, in the barbecue psyche. Delicious. Okay. (laughs) Um, and you get a little toothpick, a little something in. Like, okay, okay. I'm sorry, getting ahead. So. <laughs> I got you excited, uh, little weenie thing, man. Because what these hit, like, um, I'm not a fan of everyone's, but they are good though. Um, so I'm trying to like, I'm trying to show like, I had one coworker. I've had this happen several times, and it's crazy because when I say no, they act offended. I'm talking about <sighs> gasp. Oh my god! So drinking after other people, okay? That is a big no no in my east texas african-american community okay <laughs> let me tell you that right now i can't say with everyone but in my people my like my <laughs> specific culture that's a problem okay and i never forget and it's a problem for different reasons okay so i told this story before i'm gonna tell it again <laughs> straight up a coffee with curls all right yeah. okay go to a party it's me my wife like we, this is maybe our first second year being married and we have our other couple that's also from east texas and that's in houston and they're doing like a little housewarming well they they got a new apartment so they're inviting people over to for the party chill hang out cool and 
one of them, which find out she's my cousin. Ooh. Crazy how you know somebody out of life and y'all find out your cousin's down the line. But um, she had one of her homegirls over, okay? And she she worked with a very diverse group of people, you know? But this person <laughs> was Black, though. That's, that's how we play the game that you can guess ethnicity. <laughs> but this person was Black. And but she was very laid back, chill. You know, she was kind of you can use some people may use the thought as a hippie ish. OK. Mm. And she like, anybody want to drink? And, you know, my friendly ass is like, excuse me, like, <laughs> my friendly butt <laughs> is like, oh, yeah, I'll take one. You know, not everything in of it. You know, some, you know, that is like one thing. Some people don't like other people making drinks. That's one. Mm. But I already crossed that one. So I'm like, but I, that's it. I don't mind somebody. I'm a bartender. I make drinks. You know, I don't mind other people. I, I got that trustworthy heart. Mm. But she comes over. All right. She had one other person drink and she had my drink and she takes a sip <gasps> of my drink and try to hand it to me oh, right man. when my wife is next to me. And no. I'm like, I don't know her. I promise you, I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she didn't. Because it's like, it, it's like, it's two violations there. Okay. It's two. There is. You know, like, it's two. It's like one, that's nasty. Okay. That's nasty. The second one, are you trying to get me murdered? Okay. They're like, I'm trying to get hurt in these streets. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you know, you know, you know, and, <laughs> and Dave Chappelle said it's the worst thing for a guy is to be accused of something he didn't do, especially cheating or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> you have to, because <laughs> the way it looked, the way she did it so casually and comfortable, it is like, you got to know her. And I'm like, no. And my homeboy and like, like every black male at the party, like came to my alert, like, Hey, what? And we had in the thing about she like, what's the problem? What's wrong? you know um. you know i don't have the cooties and i like this is like verbatim what she was saying i'm like man i, 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 don't, I don't know, know that. you and my homeboy's like we don't do that we had to explain our culture and our ways to her <laughs> but she even though she's black as well that's why we're spectrum that's why i say you know exactly where i come from and that's what we ask questions on our show it's like man you never know like yeah. you we assume we always assume until we ask like okay how do you operate what do you do a lot of people don't do these questions before they get married i'm like man or start dating these things you so need to true. know about you do you, know you need to know about religion i think religion is a big thing oh. finances mm. okay what do you, if you want children or not it's a mm. big one what are your plans mm. right because you're not going to be the same person you were when you got married i'm telling you and that's you know, I don't give the, I, my wife. She mentioned yesterday I should be like a marital counselor. I'm like, <laughs> like I can I can try to give people good advice. I'm saying, but it, it's it's something that I'm like, man, I don't want to say people got to learn on their own, but it's on people. You can give them much much advice if you can give them. Mm. Some people, if and just same thing with listening to the show. Yeah. If you can come to the show, you can learn a lot each episode. And I always say, if you come, will listen to the show, you don't learn nothing. I've done you a disservice. I really you have. do. I like it because what is that girl's name? Oh my god! I don't. I follow. We follow each other now on on social. Is media. it Honeybee? Is it Honeybee? Leah? It's not Honeybee. Uh, it starts with a G. G Hancock, maybe. Oh, Greer. That's her, right? Because yeah. you guys went to school together, right? Yeah, we went to school. She joined. See, she's not on, but she's. I gotta have her as a guest for season three. But she is like frequently on the Sunday night um, yeah. streams. But she's an example. Like she when is. she said, you know, she, so many things. Like, but must be. That's what I'm saying. Is it the rose tinted glasses, or you didn't know? That's what you mm -hmm. say. You know, not get people the benefit of the doubt because once again, if, if you're a certain ethnicity, 
and you grew up and you never took the time out to look for certain things. When I found out she, they didn't know who Emmett Till was, I like, I mean, yeah. every black person that was in the chat was like, what? I remember that when she said what? that, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, you don't know who Emmett Till was. But my you know, fake it's curls. Some black people don't. Yeah. It's some black people who don't. But you know what I appreciate about her is that she's honest enough to say she doesn't know. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how oh, you learn. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you learn to be like, listen, I really don't know. Now you to use that as an as an excuse, but if you really don't, you should ask. Yes, yes. And so you absolutely. can have a conversation and let's just, let's not have this taboo when people don't know to punish them either. Yeah, and, and that's what I try to work on. And that's what I try to work on because I, I usually I'm not like that. Not like I'm talking about nine times a ten. I'm not like that, but when it's like when I feel like you're lying to me, that's my mm-hmm. problem. That and that's mm-hmm. and that's my thing with my goal is the end of my life. Well, in my professional days working, I want to become a judge because I've seen this and I believe I have a strong sense of discernment. Then okay, you knew better, okay, mm-hmm. and and you now you're just trying to say oh like somebody trying to plead insanity. No, you knew exactly what you're doing. Using you your right mind and sense when that was happening. And that's, I've had people, once again, if you didn't, you're, like I say, I don't mind taking the time. I have had one of her, one of her, we share mutual friends on, mm. you know, some people, you know, you add from high school yeah. or your hometown and stuff. Um, white guy was arguing, arguing with her. And I came because she, she'd been going through it. You know, you, really? you, when she started standing up for Black Lives Matter and showing the difference and why are people acting this way? Oh, they were on her neck. I'm talking oh, about wow. like y'all didn't see a different side I'm like nah she really trying to make a difference she's like wow. when she stepped over to a different side when she's and she and it, it makes it worse and it's kind of it's sad because being black that's what it's like that's what we've been going through baby mm-hmm. I can't feel too bad for you because welcome right. to the party you know everybody you still not you know welcome to the cookout but this right. was like this is the risk of it these are the stuff you have to go through you know we, we, yeah. we'll give you bring your plate when you feel but <laughs> But it's that point where it's like, wow. So I st- stepped in and the white boy talking about, well, I don't know, you teach me. He he had an argument for everything she had. Oh, wow. and he she and she was like, you know, Drake don't go with him, don't talk, talk, talk to him. I said, no, I just want to see, I just want to make once again, I want to make sure where his mind is at. Hmm. So I just asked him a few questions. He was like, Well, I don't know. Teach me, teach me. I don't know. I said, Well, I can see these three links right here. And he was like, I watched them already. I like it's only been a few minutes. I know you haven't watched them. Very <laughs> calmly, you know. He like, Well, I need you to teach me. And they talking. I said, Okay, here's my cash out. This hmm. is how you can reach me. And, oh, you just want money. I get paid to do this as a profession. Hmm. You either can subscribe to the show where you can get this stuff for free for now, or you can pay me for one-on-one services. Which one you prefer? I don't have time to play with that. Oh, I didn't no. know bullshit to waste my time. Excuse me. To waste my time with microaggressions to gaslight mm. me. And that's what it is. You're acting like you don't know. So you can like and same thing. And I see that once again, I see that said Trump behavior. Mm. Well, all this Google, let me tell you something. I, I was having this conversation with my friends. I was like, back in the day when you had to do like anything with like, um, uh, a book report you have to go mm. to the damn library jesus and Christ. you got to use the dewey decimal system the big ass um book that you can find or want to read that motherfucker right and there was no googles there was no search 
There was nothing. You have to find the book through the Dewey Decimal System. That was a headache. (laughs) Then hope the book is there. there. Okay. Then the book is, you hope when you get the book, nobody then ripped the pages out, then marked through it on a, uh, or did some other things to it. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to make sure and get, then you have to find the right stuff, write it down, take a little note. Absolutely. Oh, it was, hey, listen, I looked at that time and then a library in the hood Mm, with limited resources. And mm. you need to get there because everybody in your classes needs that book too. And we're on the same page. So either one of us gets it and we can kind of get together if possible, or it's like, not like now. With all this information and all this stuff, like to me, there's no excuse. Because it's a culture. Yeah. Once again, the culture, people think when you say culture, that only represents your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Culture represents your age, your location, your just patterns once again you said religion earlier yeah. like your hair it doesn't want mm-hmm. you, you know you know me and me being on the show we gotta we go <laughs> drop her you know within the <laughs> months or so but i'm telling you it, it's certain things that you share with like if you share something with somebody else y'all mm-hmm. have a culture no matter yeah. how minute it may be and that's where everything culture come from it does like the, everything is culture everything. what has been the hardest topic on everything culture Man, the hardest. Man, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Man, that, and that's a great question. Um, or maybe like top um, or a top five. Okay, abortion. Mm. We and I'm a, we got to run that back. Okay. Okay. Um, then we had homosexuality. Um, mm-hmm. I need. Mean, I will have like have other perspectives on there as well. And one thing I say, when we have a guest on, that guest don't represent all of their culture. It, it, they're a representative of the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, those, those are two of the difficult ones, but five, um, I think growing up Latin and not speaking English, um, that was someone adjusting to that. And I, but I've had frequent people when we made it specific, it was like a lot of dodging that may happen. Mm. The one that haven't been released yet, uh, one of them about the black Trump supporter. Because um, I, because re- they talk a whole, you probably follow them on, I don't know if you follow them on social I'm media too. May. But yeah, it was, um, it's, you know, Kid Gravity. Um, and it was like, it was like, I wanted to have a more of like, hey, explain, you know, I, it wasn't like explain yourself. But man, here, I want to know. And it was kind of, I think it more, and I, and I said it on the show, but I think you, vote for him and you support him so strongly because i believe you're trying to troll you know mm-hmm. i think it's not that you even believe in what he actually does i just i think you believe he pisses people off and you want to piss those people off because those people may have done something to you in your past mm. i gotta hear this episode and and like and i, I know you see and see how i just did all that i never try to analyze my guests like that yeah. but that particularly because i really wanted to know because he like believes in the he 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 says stuff that once again that's dangerous to people, but mm-hmm. and you like you and it's like you you feel big bad about it. But when we have just a cool, I'm not here trying to attack you. I'm not here trying to fight you. I'm here just want to get to know you and get to know why. And, and I'm coming from a cool like you still can live your life, be supportive, and that energy and that's even his co-host like you ain't got the same energy you didn't have because <laughs> they're not. You know, and I'm like, where did that go? I'm like we're here now let's talk about it yeah. and i'm like okay but it was like one of the things because i had to really keep myself from going overboard like mm-hmm. and i went a few times like 
oh yeah, <laughs> you know that yeah. he's a, he. I, I stated my true emotions, to, and true feelings about it because a conversation. But um, I'm trying to think of a fifth one, and usually I love them all. I can't say anything was too. Oh, I had one that you know some shows people cry. Mm. Oh, I got one. I got to edit soon because a lot of you know it's, it's a lot. It's emotional sometimes. Yeah, some people bring up. Um, it was one that I have about the, one of the hardest ones for even myself was when I realized I was depressed and as a child. Can we talk about this? Can we or did we? Yeah, no, can we? Absolutely. Um, um, and the sh- reason why I asked you this is because I was just diagnosed with depression this year. Get that? What? Hugs. Yeah, I know. Because you know what it is like uh, with black and brown people Mm. this this conversation of mental health is very layered too Mm -hmm. and when i look at depression i always look at the commercial how it's supposed to look and it does i don't look like that yeah um season one episode five tell me about it okay we we, it's called folk tales okay mm. we have two guests on two of my home girls one is actually a L, um, licensed professional counselor mm. um and you know we're just you know and i we both we all work together we mm. all know the ins and outs i know okay. about the, my major psychology i know this and we were talking we we're talking about in the main we call it folk tales we we're talking about what black people we and once again until if you were on the show we can talk about you you know culture being black and brown but until we're all we're everybody show just black or mm-hmm. african-american so we just had to talk about what and you'd be surprised how much we have similarities within mm-hmm. our cultures and talking about how black people believe like you could be sick or have some type of mental illness and i'm like oh that's a spirit you didn't mm-hmm. need to go you, could, they, you need jesus you need to go to church you need to pray other yeah. than really taking it you can do both but you need both like same yeah. thing with jesus jesus is a doctor jesus, jesus had things that put elements together like spitting in the mud and wiping person's eyes you know that was medicine all these things mm-hmm. put together it's like you can you gotta have that okay but when it comes down to stuff with um mental illness or even um being um handicapped in a way of i was the proper way i would say it's not you know uh, I ain't gonna use you know using a, a more better way can be is mental retardation or um, any type of dyslexia or mental issue. Mm-hmm. All these things like I've seen black people in the past just sweeping on the rug. Ain't nothing wrong with that boy. That girl just mm-hmm. let throw it. She she just need she just once again she just got a spirit. We have that, and I was talking on the show just like I'm talking now, and um, I'm like yeah, and I said I said man, I remember when I was younger, right? Because mm-hmm. after I started living with my dad, I had some. Exp- I had a lot of bad experiences, and, mm-hmm. and I don't mind sharing it. But it was a point where on the show, um, I was like, "Man, yeah, my mom tried to say I was depressed when I was younger, but I wasn't depressed. I was just go, you know, a lot of adults were having a lot of BS happening. They weren't really listening. And my co-host at the time, G Jack, was like, "Nah, bro, you were depressed, man. You were depressed." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Once again, this has been my best friend since Head Start, okay? Wow. Um, we live like two houses down from each other, but, you know, compared to some areas, it's like probably five, six houses down. And I'm like, man, nah. And he started going through a, a story. He was like, man, nah, man, you don't you don't remember that, but we, do. I remember that. He said, man, you wouldn't come outside for like two, six weeks, like for 12 weeks, you wouldn't come outside. You wouldn't wow. play with nobody. 
you were like, you go to the point where, you know, you wouldn't hang with us. And it was to the point where all the kids in the neighborhood, we got, we all came together to come down side, to come down the house and get you out the house. Um, and we like, we lied and said we had the new, oh, what they say? They had the new, um, the new Madden, a new something on set. <laughs> and that's what they knew. I love video games. That what got me out. So I came all the way down there to hang out. And I was like, so where the game at? And they were like, oh, man, we lied. We just wanted to get you out the house so we can play with you. <laughs> and this was the, like, and I said, man, y'all can suck my <laughs> and and walk back home. And all this is like in the fifth grade. They were like, whoa. <laughs> like, all the kids, like, they never heard anybody like curse like that. And I like, man, so while he's saying this story, I'm still like, oh, no. and like, you can go back and listen. But I'm like, they like, once again, I wasn't eating. I was a fat kid mm. and I wasn't eating. They had to take the doors off my hinges because they were scared what I'm going to do to myself. Really? I, like, I forgot about all of this. I'm like, damn, I was depressed. I was, And like me, once again, being all my profession that I've done and I know, I'm like, I, I fit every single point. Like, wow. I was depressed. I was heavily depressed. But a lot of people don't know the story. I was my mother was in a um my mother was in either she was in prison at the moment or she was in a mental facility it was one of the two mm. i think she was in a mental facility at that moment and i had my dad just popped about the blue and like hey you coming to live with me um, me and my brother and i like okay we was supposed to go we was supposed to go it's like every only in the fifth grade it was a spot called camp tyler where everybody go and be there for like a full week and mm. you have to all these people in the community help me get like a um a tent and a little bag it costs a lot of money to go and me being a poor kid they raised all this money i got all my stuff and i was supposed to go monday my daddy came sunday out the blue oh wow my grandparents can't do nothing they're like he's your dad we gotta go so i like i went and went to school that was in the hood hood mm-hmm. i'm like you know where como texas is considered i don't talking about it was it, it was the closest to me feeling like i was in the boys in the hood like like you know it's like i'm walking to school dogs chasing us seeing people do drugs everywhere and it was like man like i'm, I'm used to being in the country but this is like being in the city and yeah. being in a low income so it was different and it was went to the point where I love my father. Me and him, we had a great relationship, you know, but his ways of doing ways was different, you know? And it went when my mother, she would write us letters and my mother finally got out. And she was like, I always tell my brother and my mother had a closer relationship than my dad and I. And it went through that aspect of my mother came to, she was supposed to visit. She mm. came to visit and she made like the comment, well, I have y'all back in the future. And then he was like, y'all, you'll never get them back. And it went from boom, boom, boom. They getting a big argument blowout and my brother screaming he running out me being once again 19 at this age i sneak out the back mm-hmm. i'm like i'm just running away i'm tired of all the adults i'm t- i'm sick of it all y'all did ir- irresponsible blah 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 y'all just want to fight and argue i'm on i-35 walking at nine by myself in the dark mm-hmm. and coincidentally my mom and my grandmother see me walking and at that time they thought it was a celebration oh you know you know i don't call myself drake but drake <laughs> got out you know he did it too mm-hmm. i got both my babies with me this and she look at a celebration that's when it started she mm-hmm. just didn't know no i didn't want to be with you either 
I was mm. like, it was like one of them situations like these kids that's why these kids need to have these conversations and need to really express themselves and you know I think some spurts still come out like I've had a lot of death in my life but mm. I'm still trying to be an optimistic person because I also know hell I could be dead I, yeah. I, I could be it could be a lot worse and I would say that would kind of push me probably my career choice that I have it will I've had I would say that or even being a judge because I've seen kids go through certain situations in life and it's not their fault kids can yeah. do so much and it's out their control it is I completely agree I, I said one day I'll share like my little um story growing up you mm. know because a lot of people don't know that or they assume that I grew up a certain way when I tell them how I've grown up they're like shocked um because sometimes when you tell people like you're from New York, they think that you're living next to the Empire State Building. I'm like, no, no. No, I think no, no, different. No. <laughs> I'm from the hood. Yeah. From the hood, which is still a hood to this day. And I mean, even those experiences mold you. And mm-hmm. I learned so much from it. And I definitely, um, there's one thing that I want to do in my lifetime is have like a one-on-one class of life for kids. Mm-hmm. How to do laundry how to manage your finances, how to open a bank account, like those basic skills that I believe that that you'll have forever. When I come back to Houston, well, either way, dude, I can try to help you any way you want to do it because I was part of a nonprofit. Uh, I worked for a nonprofit um, child advocates in Houston. Then I was on the board of directors of another one I helped out there and it was called PACE and it worked mm-hmm. with juvenile offenders. And those are things we try to provide and it's so needed, but it's not even for children that's in juvenile detention or children that's in the child welfare system. It's needed for children, period. Period. And I don't know what's going on within the school. I know I had certain things I taught at school, but certain things I was not learning at home either. I And that's factual too. What that yeah. statement you just said is true. I didn't. And coming from a mother who came from another country and yeah. the struggles with that, you know, that comes with, um, as a child, learning two languages and trying to translate like legal documents to an adult where you still don't even yeah. know the language and yeah. either yeah and you you talked about it on your it episode is. and i enjoy you for and i really appreciate you doing that because it's it's needed because i hopefully from hearing your conversation and hearing the, the conversations we have together in general yeah. and hopefully in the future when you build the program um together like yes. you know how we want to do it because it's going to be necessary because a lot of other memes out here there okay. is a whole lot of them. All right. Mm-hmm. And when we can come together and that's what I think is the whole point of me, man, I'm a, I'm a message you. I, I send it to you. I mean, I send it to mm-hmm. my little, we have a little group of other podcasters and I, if you want to join it, let me know. But okay, it's like, man, like I have a mentee. I have several mentees, but man, like one of them, I've been in his life since he was 11 years old mm-hmm. and I was his caseworker initially. And I mean, when I first met him, I was like, dude, like, it, it sucked. He had a hard childhood, very hard childhood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I ain't go, you know, we, you know, time is time. But recently, you know, I'm still in his life. I went from being his caseworker to his advocate to his, he asked for, went to court. And he asked for me to be his mentor. When I was switching over into the recruitment training side, he was like, he didn't want to lose me. I'm like, okay, mm. I got him. I, I step up and do it. And I had some other kids that did the same thing. And attorneys and judges, like, they want Mr. Drake. You know, I'm going to put Drake <laughs> on this. Because Drake know he know how to talk to teenagers. He know how to really reach them. Because I listen to him. Mm. I let him curse, get it all out. Cry, yeah. heart. 
You know, we want to do something, you want to listen to music, you just get it out. Okay, if you don't get it out, it's going to stay in. And that's why I'm like, I hear you. And then I have to destroy, let's build our foundation. That you can curse all you want to, this, this, and that. But when it comes down, it's yes, sir, no, sir. You don't curse when you write, you treat women, you know, you open the doors, you do, don't care. I don't care about all that. This is what you're going to do if you want to continue to build it, have a relationship with me. Because it's not to the point, it start off when I'm telling them, like, I'm trying to get to know them. Mm. But sooner or later, they're like, hey, are you going to keep in touch with me? You know, it always end up like that because they, a lot of these kids never have somebody that I've had boys and girls that like some, some of them just need a hug. Some they of them do. just need to know they're important or they're, mm-hmm. they matter and they do matter. They do. But man, when I say with him, like recently, he's 22 now. He'll be, no, is he about to be 22? You know, he may be about to be 23. Senior in college at Sam Houston. And he struggled. He, he going through the college struggles right now, mm-hmm. you know, stressed out. And I'm like, boy, you going to be all right. You know, you're going <laughs> be fine. And, but he's really stressed out. And he needed like, he needed some tire before. He needed this. And he got trying to get to that point. He want to be independent. But I'm like, hey, I'm your mentor. I didn't have a mentor growing up utilize me where you need me okay and one day like a week or so ago he needed some money for an uber his car broke down he was all in the tizzy i'm like that's gonna happen you know i've had cars break down that's gonna happen and don't freak out like he's about he's but i'm like are you in therapy right now because you you get free therapy use it yeah, but I sent him some money for Uber, and he sent me this text message like, you know, get you that little choked Aww. up. And, <laughs> and it was like, why do you do it? And I'm like, man, and it's like, and I, I sent him the makings of me or the episode I just did about myself. Uh, I had two other um, podcasters ask about me, and it's like, hopefully, this shine a little bit of light on it. And then I just told him, I'm like, man, because I I see better in you. Mm. I, I see a lot. You have so much potential, and these small things they go come and go. But I, I, you know, you, you know, I, and I tell them all the time before I get off the phone, I love them. You know, that's important. But man, when he say, and the, and the thing about when he tell me this stuff, I know he's not lying. Cause I know his mother, I know his mom and dad, you know, mm. you know, I had to terminate his mother's rights, you know? Oh, wow. His oh, his mother is a piece of wow. work once again. Like, once again, I tell, and you know, one day I want to have other kids of that's been in foster care to come on the show and talk about it. You know what? I'm just thinking about something. So I know this gentleman, um, he goes by Dr. S and he's on social media and we're um, social media friends as well. And he has okay. this whole program called Mental Hop. Mental so Hop. he's also a um, psychologist okay. um, and he does like um, psychology with hip hop. Mm. So he really, he's in Jersey. Okay, I'm okay. going to send you his information. I think that'd be a good connection because being that everything is so virtual now, you can do so many things and maybe even collaborate. This one right here? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's oh, coffee with curls, of course. Well, exactly. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And he does some amazing programs for the youth. He's connected. Um, I think oh, you guys sure. can hit him up. Hit him up. And you can tell them I send you. And I'll oh. tell them too, because you guys, I think that two brothers can definitely do so many Would things. Would you like to join that episode with us? You'd like to be my co-host on there? You know, I can. I you would know, love that. Teamwork, yeah. make the dream work, baby. Yes, I love that. You know what? Of course. I'll bring the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I keep it. it caffeinated. I think that you guys can really do um, some amazing things. You know, okay. I, I remember when um, Harvey had hit Texas 
I was, I moved here. When did I move to, to Texas? 2016. Um, he was trying to come down here to like help the youth, but there was just so many uh, things, you know, with Harvey and all the stuff that was going down here. It's just too much. Yeah, I know. That was something else. That was. Uh, and I don't know. And my, my mentee's calling right now, and I hate that I'm going to decline on him, but he'll be all right. I'm sorry. He's. <laughs> I'm he know he and he knows about the he, but I tell him I'm busy. He know I'm busy. I mean, and that's like, oh, you got you got the same thing because you know when because right now he he's he's going through the motions. He he gonna have that, and I tell him you had that happen, like because I know sometimes I used to call you, you I didn't hear from you in a month or two, and this this mm. and that, and you know, but it's like it's okay. And I said, but when it you, is. Right, and I said, but I, you know, you, yeah, you becoming a young man. That's why I tell him you become a young man. And but make sure that's what I say. Make sure you got to give back like I'm giving back. That's what I was telling. Yeah, like that's man, important. It, it, very important because go and once again go listen to the makings of Mr. D713. You can hear that one is out. My detail. That one's out. That was okay. that's the season premiere of season three. I need to do. I need to be like once again. I need to be like you on my promoting. <laughs> I do. I absolutely do. Promote like, yourself. That, that's what I say. Um, that's what I always say. It's, I hate to go to this context, but it's like um, the biggest way. You, if you go, if you want to say you got to pimp yourself, you like that's the <laughs> you biggest do. thing. Be your biggest cheerleader. Yeah, for, that's why I like the most. <laughs> that's the best way. But I'm, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, and I share this story. Um, I had to. So did you? Did you get to see the thing that I did with um, Houston ABC 13 for um, Hispan Hispanic Month? Yeah, I saw that the commercial so i so i was really happy that i did that i was shocked it's me and you know it's um to make a super long story short i shared this with someone that i really loved and they didn't even care it didn't show like i was so excited and i was really hurt at first and then i was like you know what i'm happy about it yeah and really have to look inward because sometimes you're like, I'm you happy for you about it as well. Like, once again, I, I think I've been commented on that one. I, I can't, yeah, I you did. One, but yeah. I, like, once again, I see you working. And once mm -hmm. when I'm, when I'm, it's not nothing to blow smoke in your ear, mm -hmm. but it's like, I really do love what you're doing. Thank Keep you. Keep up the great work. And, Thank you. you know, I'm trying to, when I say everything culture in this, we, you're part of everything culture, you know, you yeah. get so. I pre keep up the great work. I mean, great content. Thank you for bringing me on the show too. Of course. But uh, like what you're saying, like not until I've been doing this for about to be two years in February. Mm. I have some family members I haven't even listened to the episode yet. Me too. I sent them the, um, but they want to, and I support them and they stuff. But, <laughs> but I say, I'm going to keep going because you know, that's oh. how God made me. Okay. That's right. But when I tell you with, this the recent episode i sent this to my aunties and they're like this one they they actually listen man i've never even with my friend i never received so many calls and contacts like wow mm. we didn't know all this like cousins that like how you didn't know this like i live you know i call my i got three sisters but they're my three cousins my aunt mm. um, raised me when you can you listen to the show you'll know about it but one of them hit me up. I like she just like boohooing in tears, crying. Really? I'm like, what the fuck wrong? I'm just kidding. What is wrong with you? This this is no, this is my cousin. I'm like, what's wrong with you? She was like, I didn't know all this stuff happened. I'm like, yeah. Like because yeah. like now nah, it's some other older folks in my family. They're like, 
when I'm at weddings and like, man, it's crazy when I'm at weddings and I have some of my uncles walk by with me and all the groomsmen or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he'll just, just crazy. He's one of my other crazy uncles. I got to <laughs> check on him too. But he's like, all oh, that stuff. Y'all hear these rap music. Y'all be trying to act all hard. He don't try to act hard for nothing. He went through more than any of y'all. Mm. Any of y'all. I don't hear nothing. I'm like, wow. thanks. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> what do you say to that? That's absolutely right? unnecessary right there. But, but. yeah. And, and that's why I like, man, you don't, same thing with your story. I know you have a beautiful story. And when I say beautiful, it is because you're here now and you done made yeah. it through it. In. And when I'm doing the makings of you, like with the, the stereo app, I just, I've started doing the makings of you with random people. And they are, Ooh. they always, man, it's interesting. I'm gonna try to make it a morning show type thing. Okay. But man, when some people join, they're kind of like, you know, they think, you know, we have fun. And but when they start, and I tell them, these may be some deep questions, but you can answer them if you're not. Yeah. And when I tell you some of one guy, like, um, one guy was like, <laughs> <laughs> man, he was like, he was like, what are you trying to do to me? Like, he got serious. He was like, wow. what are you trying to do? I'm like, man, I'm just, you don't have to answer the question. Like, I want to answer them, but what is this for? I'm like, seriously, I said I had a podcast, you do this. I said, you can go and listen. I do this to every, the same questions to almost every single person. And he was kind of defensive, but he was like, man. And one guy, he was, what's what's um the Kardashians? What are they? The um Armenian. Armenian. One guy was Armenian. Man, almost every answer he had, and I know he was being serious. And I'm like, I'm I'm just glad I'm alive. I'm mm. glad I'm alive. And I'm gonna start putting the suicide um awareness number on there because I don't know if he tried to, you know, try something, but you know, it, it's is you get you can get anyone, and that's the point. Yeah. You can get anyone on there, and I don't mean to target any of the questions, but you'll be surprised. Sometimes you can help people out and what they're going through, and hopefully, I can be one of those people. I don't. You are once again. Once again it's like one of the things. I am. A, I mean, I'm a butthole at times. Okay. Well, we all but are. I, am a I, caring think all are. <laughs> I think everybody has that. Like, listen, like I told people, I was an asshole to somebody. Hmm all of us and I'm not mm-hmm. perfect and I work on being uh nice every day yeah love that right I work on being nice every day but I want you to share the other podcast that you have what is what it you, the black horror the black you know I was going I'm glad you know it's your black yeah. horror humor did you listen I need but, to okay. that's on my list though man oh it's uh, and it's something like <laughs> now on top of recording editing and you gotta listen to other i like i barely listen to mine i'm like but, <laughs> i do i listen but i listen i try to listen to everyone i try to give everybody my love but man i love black horror humor black horror humor is with two other podcasters that's baylor the great btg for president and leah and Aaliyah's with take a space pod and champions discourse and it started from our Sunday streams, you know. Mm. Like, do you like horror movies? I do. Know? See, we, we didn't know. We, okay, we got. Okay, we go. We go pin you once again. We go okay, pin you pin right me, there. Yeah. Because okay, now, like, I love it. Once again, it's so fun. So we watch horror movies and we're reviewing them. Okay, okay. and we give it from a black perspective. Okay, or a people this. of color perspective, and it, it's so. We talk our noise. We've had some good ones. We've had some bad ones. <laughs> we try to go from the recommendations for people, but well, the last thing that you true. have you seen is it bad hair? Bad hair, yeah. We watch. What we, did you think the, about that? Okay, okay. We will give you a snippet. We y'all give make sure y'all go listen. Y'all make sure y'all go yeah. listen. Black horror humor and on Twitter with Black Horror Humor Pod or B H H podcast. And okay, 
we liked it. Okay, I did a, a too. lot of people. You okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, so you may fit right in. A lot of people hated it. Like <laughs> a lot of people hated it. A lot of people hated it. I try to watch uh, it. Some, I like. I try to watch it. The wife, she laughed. She like get this hell out of my face. <laughs> she's not, but she's not a horror movie um connoisseur like ourselves. But I'm like, it was such a. It come from a. It had a great aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, you knew where it started. It had a, the storyline follow. And did you watch the on the art- alternative ending? No. Go watch alternative ending. Nope. It's gonna be so much better. Really? It's, it's, it's not even that, so much as being an alternative ending. It's an extended ending. Okay, I'm gonna because you know it. what my husband liked it too. And the funny thing was, I came up on the Hulu. You know how Hulu has mm-hmm. like the options or whatever. And so yes. first, I wasn't sure because you know, um, Chris Rock had uh. Uh, it was like a documentary. Fargo. Okay. No, a documentary. no good hair. No, good we hair. talked about that. Good hair. Good and hair. I love good hair. I love good hair. So at first I did because I wasn't paying attention. I just saw hair. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, I've already seen that. But then I was like, no, it says 2020. Mm-hmm. So I clicked on it with no expectation, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. So I had no expectation, and everybody hated it that I talked. See, I was looking forward to it. As soon as I saw, yeah. I saw it like a month ago, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I got excited because I love good <laughs> hair. And even when it started off, you know, if we're going to spoiler territory, everyone get ready. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. Um, but when it started at the beginning with the the chemical burn, yes. that is a that is a cultural horror story right there. It is. People can come around uh, campfires or anywhere and talk about girl when I had this burn right here, <laughs> this is and that. Oh, I can't believe it. That, you know, if I like what is like when weeds first came out. Mm. I was an adult then. I don't know. I don't really like like the, like was it all the stigma that we have. I knew it was stigma for it. People used to joke on it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then it was like how they, but they mixed in some of the stigmas. They mixed in the horror within that. That it was some cheesy parts of it. That's it what I was like. Very it cheesy was. parts, but it, it tells you it's a horror satire. So you should yeah. expect that. Um, but once again, the the storyline behind it was so ingrained. Like the the mall said, girl, I would love to have a book of African American stories like that. I would yeah. love to have that. You know that that was so intriguing to me. They can make a whole series out of that for me. But watch the alternative. I want to tell you some other things because one person in the film, like, and if you listen to the intro of Black Horror Humor, we all talk about our different perspectives and why we got into horror movies, okay? Mm. And usually because of parents or family members or something. But I was like, they were like, okay, when they watch movies, they just in for the ride or, you know, that's Leah. She just want to go for the ride. She's really just watching, just there, mm. you know, um, Baylor, he's more like, he, he's kind of just there, but me, I'm breaking it down bit by bit. Okay. Mm. This is here. This is when I want to know what happened. I'm just, like, if you can get me kind of like, not even that to the point that if you can get me to the point, I can guess the ending, but if I was like, you did a good job with that. That's how I, that's how I review the movies. And okay. with this, it was still good with the regular ending, but it was one character in there. I like, she's part of it. She's mm-hmm. part of it. She's part. And I kept saying that, like, from the very beginning when I saw her, I'm like, she's part of it. But she, she's, and I said, she's actually the leader. But when it ended, I was like, hmm, well, maybe I was wrong. No big deal. Whatever. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting old dude from the job to be involved. The, um, the white the guy. God- yeah, from Dawson's oh, oh, Creek. Oh yeah, that was really good, and I love, I love it because all this stuff happened when he started. All this stuff started. Yes. Going, that's that's the stuff I love. Yeah. When I tell you, 
when you go back and check it out and you yeah. see an alternative ending, it's one character in there. I'm telling you, if you listen to the, cause we, we, while we, while we watching it, we are recording. Okay. Like we do a screen share, but uh-huh. when it came down to it and I was like, I know it. And that's what they say. <laughs> they say he, that's what they come saying. He did call it. He called it. I was like, man, <laughs> but it was, it was such a good movie. And I'll say, if you don't like it, give it another chance. That's what I'll say. Just give it. I like to watch him because this is my husband's fault because he does film. He edits. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. He records and he does that. So I watch in that eye of, and then I pay attention to the little details of movies that a lot of people don't because mm-hmm. of him. It's because I'm yeah, around him all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I see the stuff that he does and the things, and then we'll watch something and we'll just at the end, like you, we, we were one of those people who were at the movie theater every week. See, I, I'm like that now. My wife is not like that. My yeah. wife, and she's not, and she's a person that she's not emotional in movies too. She likes, she hates drawn out stuff, and she's very mm-hmm. scary. Okay, so oh. she she's a person that's screaming during the credits, like when the stuff is rolling <laughs> out, when the trailer, when the trailers are coming out, she's screaming like top of her lungs, screaming. Oh like so I'm like, and I'm like, chill, like, but I know it's, it's to the point. Like I never forget it was people in the theater laughing at her they're waiting for her to make a reaction and they're like that's not loud in that but that's her and that's funny but it's like with me like even with good hair like at the very beginning with vanessa's hair of vanessa williams hair Mm. will be moving no i saw that i caught i like look i said y'all look look as soon as it was moving i was like did you see that yeah did you see that he's like yeah i called him like oh look at it's moving but i was that person like i watch everything and I am one of those people when I watch a comedy, I'm the loudest one in the whole theater. So my laughter makes other people laugh. And that's she the same way. She the same way. I'm like Y'all, God. That stereotype. Yeah. Oh my God. The when I, I mess with all the time, I would never let her go. I wouldn't. It was so embarrassing. We went on like a quadruple <laughs> date too. And it's when the <laughs> other the the other guy, everybody else is like, I'm like, and we all friends, you know. It was like. <laughs> They're like, she really liked that. I thought you were joking. I like, I wasn't joking. I wasn't joking <laughs> at all. Like, yeah, I thought it was a game. I'm like, um, we went to go see is it Red Wings or Red Tails about the, the Skiggy Airman? Yes. Ma'am, me, me. So and baby, if you hear this, you know I love you. He but, loves you. Listen, I'm I'm loud. Don't worry. I got your back. Okay, you know the part where one of the guys was dying. He didn't get his yeah. plane the guy I shot up, he's falling down. Yes she screamed everybody i'm talking about it's everybody everybody's just <laughs> silent while this man is dying okay she screams literally screams oh my god why don't you die already <gasps> and i was like why why did you she, but she was she be loud the whole time and, and I'm, telling, that's, I'm talking about people like lean forward like what <laughs> you know can i tell you something really funny so Oh my God. My mother-in-law, my in-laws and my husband, mm-hmm. we went to go watch. What's that movie? It was a Tyler Perry movie. Oh. It had um the Smollett sister in it. Um the one she was cheating on her husband. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard I never I don't I, I've heard of it. I heard of it. Oh, so you haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. And you okay. I ain't gonna see it. You go ahead. I know of it. But spoiler alert for anyone who has this i don't remember the name of the movie but there was a part that the guy one of the guy main characters temptation or something like that i think so i think so he has all these crazy ads these two women were sitting right in back of us and they're like here oh my god he's so fine he makes me moist i'm like uh my in-laws are here (laughs) like what is going on 
Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. I'm looking at my husband. I'm trying not to look at my husband. I'm like this, like on the side, trying to give him like the side. I'm like, and they were wild the whole time, these two women. See, and that's like that's the other thing about culture. I would I don't know what age I would ever feel comfortable with my elders to have like hear them talk about that type of stuff. Ever. I'm like, mm, I'm 34 and I'm not there. I'm not there. No. Nah, y'all can keep that. Y'all can keep that. No, it was uncomfortable. And I mean, they're really down to earth. You they're like very they're church people, but they're very like down to earth. Mm-hmm. And when we left the theater, I laughed. My my mother-in-law, oh my God, what's wrong with them? And I can hear like her um her mannerisms. I was just laughing because I was just like, ooh, not in front of my in-laws. God no. Man, see, and that, see, that's another conversation I want to have. Like, do you get you get along with your in-laws? I do. Me too. Ain't that a blessing? Like, it is. I love them. Like I talk to my yeah. mother all the time. Yeah, and that's why I'm like. So you know, once again, it's been deaths on her side of the family. Man, I hate that. Like the first time I was down there, you know, of course I was part of everything, pallbearer and things. And the second time, I like the whole time I was up here because like tickets to Texas are not um cheap. But it was like, man, I really do miss my family. You know, I mm-hmm. love them just as much as I love my family. You know, so and I when I hear other people don't have that, I'm like, and I and I am like people recently. It's always I've been heard through ages of times like oh i gotta deal with my mother-in-law man I'm, i love my i love my in-laws like my dad-in-law i call him Father dad i call her mom and she's yeah. like so she's also a psychologist mm. my mother-in-law's a college. she's an aka so you know that she's happy mm. about what's going on you know so i got her little sweater uh so she's like wait because she sometimes <laughs> listens to the podcast i got a little sweater for christmas Good. her okay sweater you know okay, okay. but i mean sweet people like they yeah. remind me they joke around with each other which i really like they have like that humorous relationship and they're so down to earth my father-in-law is originally from um san diego mm. and he was in the military so that's how they met in See, Tennessee. yeah my father I think he was. They were in. They met at SFA, mm. both in college. He, she's a Delta. He's a, mm. a Omega. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah, a Q. <laughs> and he and he still act like that. Full Does of energy. He? Full of energy. Loud. I'm gonna have him on the show one day, and that everybody like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. I say do it. Yeah. It is. It's gonna be a great conversation, and it is like they. They are very. They are polar opposites. Like really? she's a very quiet. They're both hard workers, but um, she's very quiet, very, very, very quiet, very well. You know, she don't curse, she don't play cards on Sunday, oh. like, and he's just the life of the party. Like, really? you go, you go see him. If anything else, you go see him coming. Like, and it's just you know great. You know, both my in law, my you know, my brother in law, sister in law, mm-hmm. even like. You probably seen she's been in the chat. Um, oh, what she what did she go by now? She, cause she she got her little alias and stuff <laughs> on the kill. She on the low. <laughs> yeah, it, like, but it, that's that's a blessing and part of being yeah. a culture, and especially being married in this day and age. You know, once yeah. again, things are not gonna be perfect, but man, it could I think be a it lot makes worse. it better. It, it makes it better, right? If you guys Does get along. It? It's just better. And I and like you, I've heard people that do not. They're like, oof, my in-laws. I'm like, really? Like, mm-hmm. you can't let, and I've always gotten along with my in-laws. Yeah. Like, even see, in previous relationships. See, even, ooh, nah, not nah, my previous relationships. No? Like, not in all of them. Some. Okay. Most of them. Okay. Like, I, I used to say this all the time. 
if the in-laws like me, me and her usually didn't get along to the, too well. But if she liked me a lot, me and the in-laws don't get along. It, like, it was one or the other, but my <laughs> wife, everything come together. Same thing, vice versa. My people love her. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of those things, like we knew from day one, that like, oh, she the one. And I'm like, I know, right? Great. It's so funny because like my grandmother, before she passed, so my grandma did not speak English, but mm-hmm. she would speak Spanish to my husband. Mm-hmm. And my husband understands some. And mm-hmm. I was like, listen, she's going to feed you. And she's going to give you something to drink. Just take it. Yeah. And they would just talk. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, to be honest, because she talked to him in Spanish and he just yeah. nodded his head. <laughs> and that was by true. The, I, I, I highly believe people can read energies. As yeah. much as when people be like, oh, I hate when people try to put me in a corner. Because if I, because I say I don't, I don't fully believe in a zodiac, you know. Mm. I and I don't knock anybody that fully believe. I'm like, I can say I have some similarities and I have this and that, but I believe you know things will mold in your life. Sometimes will make you who you are. Mm. And but I do read and I do believe in energy. And I'm yeah. like, you can pick up on people with good energy and feelings, you know. You can. And like, in this, it's yo so unique. Same thing with my wife's paternal grandfather. Like, man, just you know, I spent time with him in the hospital. Was going in. Like, and but I think it's because I'm like that because of my my grandfather. He was in the hospital. Mm. He was he had five strokes, seven heart uh, heart attacks and mm. stuff. And with her grandfather, I remember never forget. It was the Phoenix Suns and the Spurs playing in mm. the um was it the semifinals of you know one I can't remember what year, mm. but me and him just sat down, laughed, talked. He barely could talk, but we were just having a conversation, and it's just the 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 time you spend with your elders mm-hmm. and that's a, that's something i want to do for season three especially but i'll probably bring it back in season four go things busy but it's like bringing people with age on them that the culture yeah. of people before us the wisdom that they have before because you know i love interviewing you know us and the people i you know it's a great people i've had but i want some people with like one of my favorite episodes like i know you want difficult was when we have called generations mm-hmm. where I have, we've had people our age that we are what are we are x no no we're millennials we had the millennials then i had generation so i had millennials gen, gen z or something no 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 it was older that's why i said mm-hmm. we didn't have the gen z we had baby boomer and we had um he's 70 i think okay or is he 80 70 70 he hit 70 like the week of and we have several different people from general with three people from different generations and what we had with for that's on youtube but we had a great conversation about upbringing parenthood what things look like what was college like going going you know um and just getting that type of advice and and i say this all the time because you'd be surprised the same conversations we're having right now they were having years ago they were same exact conversations about they were dating relationships um church you know all this type of stuff that we struggle and we think it's that's what it's nothing new under the sun it's, it's not at all. Take. Imagine when television first came out. What was that like? I remember which I remember channel two, four, seven, and at a certain time TV would go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Boo. That's it. The little, maybe he, the little Native American pop up there for a little bit. You hear mash. You hear yes, mash? When, mash. When you hear that that boring ass song, come on. Time That's to go it. to sleep. Time go to go to, to sleep. Time to wrap go it up. Go to bed. And my grandmother had the TV that was on the floor. Mm, mm-hmm. The box joint. It was heavy as hell. 
And so, yeah, I remember that. Oh my God. You know what I was, um, I was watching something on YouTube and it was like when they used to reenact um, shows and people would listen to it because it wasn't TV at the time. Yeah. So they would reenact stuff and make like sounds and stuff. So you can just imagine what it was. I want to check that out because I'm, tell- it's certain- I'm telling you, if I hear something, like I wonder if it works now. Like if I hear the MASH theme song, well, I just fall asleep. Well, I automatically <laughs> just get sleepy. Um, I remember we used to watch Gladiators. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that many, ch- it was like you had a routine of things. Um, because we didn't have cable the whole time, but when we did have cable, you know, I would just watch the Mary Tyler Moore show and Dick Van Dyke and all that stuff. But when he came up, it was like you watch the series of channels and it's gone, but now stuff is 24 7. Listen, 24. you can watch what you want to watch when you want. remember time. when they started going on the man when you can mm-hmm. watch stuff when you want to. When that, well, what was the um, that device called? <sighs> where you can record your shows oh dvr it was before the, it was dvr but it was a different name of it they had a certain name of it i think i know what you're talking about i don't remember the name but i know what you're talking it about. it was like siri and that was yeah. like they had a little nickname for it dang um but that was a big deal i remember when that became a thing so it's like we went through so many different this um, i remember call waiting yep listen like three-way um, I, mean, I miss bringing it up recently like y'all do y'all y'all remember when you <laughs> used to have to pay 10 cents for a text, Her text going you know, in and going out if i text you that mean i liked you like yeah, you feel man. me house. it was a struggle to get a b remember you had to press each button oh, this, to... that button says, people don't the, know the struggle the struggle like, now you about to make me make you know i'm gonna write that i'm gonna do a tiktok <laughs> video about that too. Yeah, the, the struggle was real. You don't even know. Y'all I really wasn't liked there. you. Y'all wasn't there for that. Y'all don't remember that. You don't know what that was. I had a beeper, which I had no business having. Okay. Oh, you had money. No, well, my was... boyfriend got it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I got it confiscated in school because the um, high school that I was going to, you had to go through a metal detector every day. Mm. And they said you wasn't supposed to have any. Um, at that time, they had the first cell phone was like a block. So nobody could afford oh, that yeah. thing. Yeah. So the beeper at that time was a lot cheaper, but hell, I didn't my need high, that. My high school, we had the the Nokia phones with the little oh. snake on it and the little different <laughs> colors you can change. I don't think. And I had one of my partners. He used to front. He had the phone, but he had no service with it. And he always said, oh, <laughs> "But he ain't never had service on that phone. It's just for show." He just. But he used to get the girls. Oh my god, writing girl's number on your arm and your hand and pen and oh my god. god i don't know the struggle yeah, i don't, I don't the know struggle. the struggle yes no maybe on the piece of paper oh, you don't know i'm yeah, just y'all, saying, y'all wasn't there y'all wasn't you don't there. even know the struggle man you know what i was thinking of? i was that damn juice um machine in the high school very fine juice I don't even very, think that exists. Very, oh, very is it vine? But it was like vine, vine or it? something like that. Yeah, no, I know what like you're talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Up. See, oh, uh, see, I'm like, and that's but that's a culture. Like, a culture. can you? And I talk about this occasionally. Can you imagine trying to be in high school now? No. Can you put yourself not only now but during even a quarantine? No. Like, and I know I would be realistic. I would be. I, Hey, quarantine in me in my high school years, I would be sneaking out left and right. I'll probably, ugh, I in this, sad. I would get in trouble. 
I just, you know, I just made myself sick. I was like, I probably would have got shot because I'd be wearing a mask and ju- I was already jumping fences. Now I'm wearing a mask and I'm jumping fences. Oh, Lord, no. no, no. I know, right? You know, it doesn't the maturity to come out of it. But at that time, it's like, man, and that's what I tell my nephews, like, man, do not, I repeat, do not, <laughs> like, be sexting, sending your little wanger. Please don't. And stuff like that. Don't be accepting no stuff from girls. God said that is child pornography. It is. And a, it lot, is. And a lot of adults don't know that. I, I didn't know that when I, I found out. I was working at CPS and I was like, one of my coworkers was like, he, he was like, yeah, if you send, even if it's you, if it's yours, and if oh, wow. you send, that is child, that's a felony. Period. Oh, shit. Really? Even if if you got a picture of yourself now and it's yours and you were like, let's say you 21, you had something you took when you was 16, 17. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. That is child pornography. It is. Because you're the period. age. Yeah. That is period. And I'm yeah. like, what? Even in, in if you're 16 and you send it when you and you send it, Ugh. that is you send it. Like all this stuff going on, I tell them because, the, and once again, when you're young and you have access to this stuff, and I, I too I much access too, way too much too i much try access. to tell like my sisters like you better watch them you better go to their phone because i know i was these little boys they you know you have to go and find books and stuff back in the day now you just can type in ti and, <sighs> and t and everything just go come together it's just crazy well listen i can talk to you forever you're I such know. an amazing guest you need to download the stereo app if you have i'm going to because I'm telling you, did I explain to you? You get paid from that, right? You know that, right? Okay, we go, we go get off because I gotta eat too, and I gotta call my mentee. But stereo, my home, I was my homegirl tried to put us on like a month ago. Okay. Like I get to it, I get to it. I'm so busy on some other things. Then I got on, I start seeing it. You know, you gotta t- like just like we talking. It's like that. It's it's all it's no face. It's just conversation. People can join. You get paid now by the amount of people that join you at the same time and listen at once. And you go up on a leaderboard and higher up you're on a leaderboard, the more money you get made. More more money you make. So mm. let's say put it long story short a hunger makes sixteen hundred dollars last week oh wow okay i'm okay i'm joining i'm gonna join <laughs> I'm I'm there. you you feel me so we can schedule that's what i'm trying to say you schedule something or you just can i could be on you say you give me a call like hey let's just talk and hey the conversations go and like usually the long ones that more people they start realizing y'all talking what y'all talking about man and you get more it it, it, it all makes sense but i'm like I see, and one guy I talked to, he he was on it way before. He was like, mm. man, I was making at least $100 to $500 a week. Now they mm. switched everything up. You know, I don't make all that money no more, you know, but mm. it's pretty unique. But check it out. Yes. And, you know, let's go ahead and get on out of here. Yeah, so before you do that, let's give everybody how they can find you or your okay. information, your IG, Absolutely. everything. Okay, uh, once again, I am Mr. D713 with Everything Culture. Um, I can say it simple. You can Google Everything, T-H-A-N-G, Culture, or you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Tumblr. Please, 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 please subscribe mm-hmm. to us on YouTube at everythingculture.com. Well, Everything Culture. You can find us on Twitter at EveryTHGCulture. And um, anywhere you can listen to a podcast, you can listen to us as well, from Anchor to iTunes to Spotify, you name it. We're there. SoundCloud, we're all over. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else, you know. You know, I'm gonna put your stuff on your show notes too. 
Is that it again? I'm gonna put your information on the on the show notes so they can Thank find you. you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I got my personal one. It's like it's Mr. D on stereo. You can find me at 713 Drake if you would like to have a conversation with me or you just want to listen to what we're talking about. And once again, before I'm even going further, thank you so much, Mimi or oh, Noemi, where I was trying to call you. But, I, <laughs> you know, once again, we've been chopping it up for some time. I love yeah. when you joined the Zoom calls on Sunday and um, y'all always bring a different ray of light. And even sometimes when you even just chilling, listening, your facial mm -hmm. expressions be having me going. Like, <laughs> it, it, My face will uh, say it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I love the community that we built and yeah. continue being a great person and doing what you're doing mm -hmm. in this world and keep it up with coffee with curls oh yeah and i love the the business um the business segment that you have throughout the week on instagram oh thank like, you oh, look at her, look at like I, I was trying i was i was in the middle i was in the hospital yesterday i had to go mm -hmm. to the yard buy some stuff but i'm okay now and okay. once again it was one of those things that I like i was in looking at it i was like look at her doctor coming okay i'll be back but keep up the great work i love it <laughs> thank you thank you so much i appreciate you you've been such an amazing guest i could talk to you forever listen check him out on everything and i'll put his information on the show notes and for everyone thank you for tuning in because you could be anywhere in the world but you're here with me and i appreciate it until the next one have a good one gorgeous people This week's affirmation is, make sure you enjoy the present. Hey, gorgeous people. One last thing. You can find the podcast on the following platforms. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. You can listen to the podcast really on any platform that you prefer to listen to this episode or any of my episodes. And one last thing, uh, leave us a review on iTunes. That's the way they can find us. The more the reviews are on there, the more the podcast gets to be seen. As always, I appreciate you guys. And until the next one, have a good one.